hello. Welcome to the 125 Roller Coaster Challenge, Trim the Staple Podcast. I'm Paul, and this is the big episode here. This is when we are going to get our 125th coaster for our first season in 2017. And uh, before I start, though, just want to let people know that we are having a great time on YouTube. We have over 40,000 uh, views so far. We have 136 subscribers. And uh, we're going to be, um, you know, we really flooded you guys early on there with a lot of videos. But now what we're going to do is one new video a day and two on the weekends. So that way we're not, you know, overwhelming you. But right now we got about 100, 200 videos up there. A lot of shorts, but we have been expanding the uh, Explore section and also the brand new Focused On section there. But this episode, this is all about our 125th coaster we are going to lake compounds so if you remember the uh, last episode we did there talking about our trips we were actually at quasi and we were only there for about an hour and i'm sad to say that you know at that time it was basically you know sadly forgotten because it was such a quick trip we have the q episode coming in may and guess where i actually went I went to Quasi, so I'm going to have an update on that park. Pretty much, I believe, on uh, May 1st is when we're going to be launching the Q episode, so make sure you listen to it there because we've added a lot of new information about Quasi. Back to Lake Compounds. This is it. So we get in the car, Dev and I, and we head to Lake Compounds. Right now, Wooden Warrior is our 121st coaster, so we're all excited because there's four coasters at Lake Compounds. We're going to ride those four coasters, and we're going to get to 125. And as you can guess by the name of this episode, you know we're aiming for Boulder Dash to be 125. Now, why were we looking at Boulder Dash to be that? Well, simply because the year before in 2016, Boulder Dash actually won the Golden Ticket Award for Best Winning Coaster. So we thought it was very appropriate that that would be it. But hey, let's talk about Lake Compounds first. Lake Compounds, this year it's going to be the 125th season and it is the oldest continuously operating amusement park in North America. Now it's over in Bristol, Connecticut and this park has gone back and forth. It's been independent, it's been with different groups. Uh, so right now it's owned by the people who own Kennywood, Idlewild and those kind of parks there. But one time, actually a little bit of trivia, our home park, Hershey Park, actually was the owner of Lake Compounds, if you can believe it. There was a time that um, they were looking to pretty much uh, expand into like a Cedar Fair type model, and they actually bought Lake Compounds. So at one point, this was part of the uh, Hershey family, uh, but right now, part of Kennywood, and it is one of the flagship parks there. It's beautiful. It's in Bristol, Connecticut, which is also the home of ESPN. You know, Bristol kind of has a lot of different things going for it there. This is surrounded by a giant pond and lake, and later on in this episode, we're actually going to do a walkthrough, because even though this is a nice-sized park, this is really a one-episode park also, mainly because... Yet again, we did another hit and run. We were only there for about a half a day. But hey, we're here for the roller coasters. So we get there probably about one o'clock because, um, you know, Quasi was open around 10. There's a little bit of driving in between there. You know, we, we hit Quasi quick and we got out of there. Wooden Warrior got 121 and ran off to uh, Lake Compounds. So there are actually four coasters at this park there. And we're going to talk about all four of them. They have a Zoomerang, which is basically a boomerang. They have um, Wildcat, which is an old traditional wooden coaster. They got Phobia Fear, which is one of the original Skyrocket 2s. And then, of course, they got Boulder Dash. So we come in, and Devin and I are all excited, and we run over to Zoomerang, because we figured, you know, let's knock out the Boomerang first, right? Zoomerang has been around since June 27th, 1997, so it is an older Boomerang here. Right now, it's going on almost um, 30 years here. It's 925 feet of track. 
uh, actually 935 feet of track. It's uh, 116.5 feet tall. Now, of course, with the boomerang, you get drug up there, so not everybody has uh, that same kind of drop. And it goes uh, 47 miles per hour. We get on this, right? And we're all excited because this is 122. And we get start going pulled up the first spike. And I look over at Wildcat and I notice something. And at that moment, I was horrified. What's going on here? What am I talking about? Basically, Wildcat was being retracted. So the ironic part was about two weeks ago, before we went on this uh, trip over to New England, I actually was on uh, Coaster Studios and actually Coaster Studios mentioned that Wildcat was being retracted because they wanted to get that credit. That all flashed back into my mind as we went up Zoomerang's first spike because I'm looking over and it's not like there's any possibility of this thing opening up. It was literally ripped apart. There was no track. There was a whole section with absolutely no track. And I kept flashing back to the five coasters that we did not ride at Six Flags New England because we were so confident that we did not need those credits that we skipped uh, Mind Eraser at the time. It's now Riddler's Revenge. We skipped Goliath. We skipped Flashback. We skipped Joker. And of course, back then, we didn't do kitty coasters. So there were opportunities that we could have got it because long story short, yes, this episode is called Dashed because we were hoping that 125 was going to be Boulder Dash. But really, this episode is called Dashed because our hopes were completely dashed. I mean, we were aiming for 125 being... Boulder Dash, and there was times I'm sitting there after we get off Zoomerang thinking, do I run to Six Flags uh, New England quick and get that credit and run back? We were, I was shocked that we were not able to get that. Our hopes were dashed. So this is a double entendre episode title because we wanted Boulder Dash to be 125, and at Lake Compounds, we did not get 125 because we Wildcat was not available. Now, of course, looking back, we could have did the kitty coaster, but back then we didn't do kitty coasters. And really to this day, I'll do them if there's no line, but we don't seek them out. We're not going to go to a park just to ride a kitty coaster. So at this point, Boulder Dash ended up being 124. Guess what, people? We don't have 125. You're going to have to wait two weeks to find out what coaster is 125. And I'll let you know where we go after this, but we do get to 125. We actually get to 130. So Zoomerang at this point there, Basically, it was a standard uh, boomerang. It was actually in good shape. Uh, a lot of these were kind of jerky and stuff, and it did have a lot of the older restraints. But Zoomerang, all in all, average boomerang, which means it's below average for most coasters. Uh, would I ride again? Yeah, I'd ride Zoomerang again, right? So after we realized that Wildcat wasn't going to happen, we then went over to um, the Skyrocket 2, which is Phobia Fear Coaster. And I really like this name because they really play off the P's there uh, with Phobia, then Fear is W is P-H-E-A-R, and then Coaster is Coaster. This is a Skyrocket 2, and this was actually our first experience with a Skyrocket 2, which I can honestly say, not bad. Skyrocket 2s are quickly becoming the new boomerangs, and I like the Skyrocket 2s a lot better than the boomerangs. Uh, what do I mean by, uh, you know, Skyrocket 2 becoming the boomerangs? Well, there's um, Tempesto, there's Tigress, there's numerous other ones that have been popping up everywhere. They don't take a big footprint, and they're actually very fun rides. Uh, this one is um, 863 feet of track, 150 feet tall, and it goes 62 miles an hour. Now, of course, the highlight of all these uh, rides is a very slow JoJo roll at the top. You literally get a lot of hang time there when you're hanging upside down. But this was the first time we ever did a Skyrocket 2, and we enjoyed it. We had a good time. And then we ran to Boulder Dash, because at this point, it's still 
a top ride, and we were really excited. Uh, this is a CCI design, but it was actually built by PTC. So that's a nice little hybrid. It came into existence on May 21st, 2000. It is 4,725 feet of track. It drops 115 feet, and we're going to leave it at drops, and I'll explain why, and goes 60 miles an hour. So this is the definition of a terrain coaster. And this is literally, you're going up the lift hill, you're on the side of a mountain. When you drop down the, the uh, hill... You are literally just dropping down the side of the mountain. There's, It's not like it's really high off the ground. It really hugs the ground. It shoots all the way out to this area where there's nothing out there. I think the only thing out there is a Thunder Rapids ride and, uh, of course, like pavilions around the lake. But this thing literally, it is the ultimate, in my opinion, that we've ridden so far. And I'm at uh, 332 credits right now. And we literally, uh, I haven't found a better terrain coaster than Boulder Dash. Now... It wasn't smooth. It was definitely bouncing us around. And we really only got one ride, maybe two rides on this, mainly because the line's huge. I believe we went like on a Friday uh, is when we did this. So it was a really busy park. I can see why it is considered a top wooden coaster. Now, is it the top wooden coaster? No, not really. This year, we will be going back to Lake Compounds. We've already been back to Six Flags, New England, and Guazi. Uh, Lake Compounds was closed uh, at the time that we're recording this. It actually opens up this upcoming weekend. We're definitely going to hit Lake Compounds again. We're going to spend more time there, and we're going to be basically filming it and checking out everything that it has to do there. But, of course, Polar Dash is by far the uh, highlight coaster. Even with Wildcat going, uh, it is the highlight coaster of uh, late compounds. So all in all, we got three credits there. 122, 123, 124. Let's talk about this park. So I want to do a walkthrough here because this is a really unique park. It's really, it's really wooden. It's very, um, I'm not going to say secluded, but it kind of feels like Quasi grew up. So if Quasi had a budget, it's a bigger uh, Waldemere. It's uh, probably about the same size as Indiana Beach. I haven't been to Indiana Beach, but you get the same kind of vibe there. Pretty much this park has three coasters, four coasters uh, with Wildcat, uh, which is now operation again. I hear the retracking really didn't work that great. People still say it beats them up pretty bad, but at least it's operating now. Let's talk about Lake Compounds. All right, so you're going to go into the parking lot there, and when you go into the parking lot, you're actually going to go kind of Kennywood style underneath the road. There's a tunnel that takes you into the ticket area. So when you get into the ticket area, you're going to, you know, you buy your tickets, you got all that kind of stuff up front, you have first aid and stuff like that. You go through the ticket booth, they got a really nice carousel horse in the middle, uh, kind of like their centerpiece when you walk in. You're kind of funneled to this one, you know, into the main area. Unlike other parks like Hershey Parks, where you basically enter at one end of the park, this one, you're actually in the middle of the park. So what we're going to do is we're going to discuss everything to do with this park, but we're going to head to the right. So the first thing you're going to see when you walk in, they must really make a lot of money off sweets because when you walk in, first thing you see there is a creamery and a sweet shop and it's right there and right behind that is the Wildcat. So the Wildcat is kind of the center of this park. Uh, everywhere you go around the paths, you're kind of going around Wildcat, all right? So we're going to make a uh, right as soon as you come into Lake Compounds and uh, right there on your right-hand side when you come down that, that path, 
is pretty much the kiddie section there. And they've got a lot of great kiddie rides there. Looking at a few of them here, they've got the drum circus, the flying elephants, kiddie bumper cars, rainbow riders, jolly jester, little daredevils. They have all these little areas here, and it's a great little kid section there. That's over to the right. Uh, over on your left is a very unique ride, which uh, we didn't get a chance to ride it, but it's definitely, when we go back this year, I'm really excited to try it. It's called Ghost Hunt. And it looks like a fun house, kind of dark ride kind of thing there. And those are just a lot of fun. I, I enjoy those a lot. And then right next to that is a Revolution, which is kind of like a pipe scream kind of ride there. Uh, it's, it's right on the fringe kid section there because it's like right next to the uh, kiddie swinger, which, you know, basically flying swings. Yet again, it's a decent flat ride. It's a great flat ride for this uh, park. Uh, it's, a, it's a high intensity flat ride that they really kind of need there. So as you're going right past the kiddie section, right there on the far end of the park there, the far front end of the park is Zoomerang. So you got the boomerang there and they actually have a uh, gas and go there. So there's a little food area there. Zoomers, I think it's called, uh, gas and go. But that's where the Zoomerang is. That's where the boomerang is, all right? So you're pretty much at the far right side of the park. So then what you're going to do is you're going to hook up a little bit there and you're going to come to the pirate ship. Now, the one thing about this pirate ship, every park has a pirate ship. Even though the lake is on the left, all the way in the far end, they have a water feature there that's just fantastic to look at. And you're going to be really blown away by it. The theming there is really good. I mean, we're not talking Disney or Universal, but still really solid theming. As you go by the pirate ship there on your right-hand side, it's going to be, um, I think they're called the American Flyers. Yeah, they are called American Flyers. They're the typical flyers uh, that you have at pretty much every park. I remember when I was young and the only place I ever saw these flyers was at Knoebels. Now, almost every park has them. I just noticed that Six Flags America has them and I also noticed them at so many other parks. So these are becoming more and more and more and more popular. And then when you go up the top, right past the uh, flyers, you have a couple little things in that area there. And the main thing that's there is the uh, Sawmill Plunge, which is their log flume ride, which is a really good log flume. We saw it. We didn't ride it. Yet again, now, I think I'm going to be hitting a lot more log flumes because the one thing that the YouTube channel is giving me is a reason to go back to parks where I don't have coast that I already have the coaster credits, but it gives me a reason to go to these parks to explore them again. Now that we're going back to these parks, I'm definitely going to make sure that I'm hitting these log flumes. Uh, also right there is the uh, Timber Jack Chow House. So that's one of the bigger uh, places to eat. It's on the far end of the park away from the lake. I tend to like to be closer to the lake. That's just me. From what I understand, uh, some people who are locals to that area, they really like that food there. They also have a, a pizza place there and they also have a grilled cheese place. So if you're looking for a grilled cheese place, there you go. Now, right next to that log flume, you actually have the, uh, looks like it's a Ferris wheel. Yeah, it's a Ferris wheel there. And it's actually called Ferris wheel. So they didn't get too creative with that name. It's a traditional one there that you see. It's not like the... Uh, the ones with the gondolas underneath. It's a traditional one there. But right next to it is Thunder and Lightning, which is a giant swing. So that's another great flat ride that they have right there. Just a really good uh, flat ride there. You got the Ferris wheel and you got the log flume to your right. As you're going up that path by the pirate ship and by the meal places, right there is Phobia Fear. So because this has such a small footprint, it literally is used to block two of the major paths, which is, it's kind of a cool little thing there. It's a Skyrocket 2, but it's one that actually doesn't really have the comfort collars that the other ones have. So you're a little bit more free in Phobia Fear than you are in a lot of the other ones. 
Okay, so now you're kind of at the top right of the park. So now you can only really go left, and we're hitting the uh, the top part of the park there. And right there is a drop tower called, you know, of course, Downtime. Very good name for a drop tower. But right there is where you get into Boulder Dash. And Boulder Dash basically runs the entire top part of the park, mainly because it's all woods. You're on a big mountain hill. There's a big hill there. And that's what makes Boulder Dash so amazing is you're literally flying through the mountains. Uh, Yet again, by far the best uh, train coaster I've ever been on there. Now, when you come from Boulder Dash, there's a couple more food places there. There's the uh, Funnel Cake Factory, it looks like, and also La Festa. So, of course, you got the Mexican food there. The funny thing about this is if you go towards the front of the park again there, right there is Wildcat. So basically what we've done was we've done a outer loop around the Wildcat. I'm not joking. If you look on the map, if you go to uh, Lake Compounds' map, you will see that the Wildcat is literally... Everything goes around the Wildcat. The Wildcat is the central area there. Right next to those uh, food places there, you got some of the traditional rides. You got the bumper cars right there against uh, Boulder Dash. You also have, uh, looks like that's where the carousel is. Yep, so the carousel's there. So now we're at the top part there. There is a path that kind of runs along the side of Boulder Dash. And uh, to get to the path, you're going to go right by the Starlight Theater. So, of course, if you're a show person, unlike us, who are not show people there, that's where the theater is there. But if you run along that path, it goes right along the lake there. There's a couple little things there. There's a trolley. So you can actually take the trolley along the lake. And the funny thing about it is that as you go along the lake on that back path there, you're literally running right along Boulder Dash because it is 4,700 feet of track. So you've got a lot of Boulder Dash there. So you have a trolley that can take you out there. And the trolley basically takes you out to the uh, watering hole, which is a bar. And the only real attraction out there is uh, Thunder Rapids, which is a rapid ride. So you got the uh, log flume all the way to the back right of the park. And then all the way to the top left of the park, you've got the um, river ride there. So that's what's out that way. When you go back towards the carousel there, you want to wrap around Wildcat. And there's a couple of attractions right in that area there. There's a Clipper Cove, which is kind of a kid's water area there. Uh, And then also uh, looks like there is the Compounds Railway, which is yet again, another kind of kid's kind of attraction there. And then it kind of takes you out to the water park. So the water park literally runs right along the lake. Now, to put this in perspective, when we walked into the entrance, we went to the right and I went through all those attractions there. Pretty much, if you make a left, right there's the train and right there's all the water rides. So, and some of the water rides are, you know, they got uh, the Venus Vortex, they got the Riptide Racers, the Bayou Bay Wave Pool. They have a really decent water park there. Now, unlike Dorney Park and unlike Waldemere and these places I discussed before, I kind of think the dry park is on even footing with the water park. So while a lot of these water parks that nowadays are overshadowing the smaller aspect of it, I think it's pretty much a 50-50 there. That is Lake Compound. So for lack of a, you know, kind of like with Quasi and stuff like that, here you go to the right or you go straight, that takes you to the dry park. If you make a left in the front, that's going to take you to the water park. You know, I can't really stress how beautiful this park is and I'm really looking forward to going to it. I'm hoping to get there in May or early June and do a day there because this time of year it's kind of dead. It's not as beautiful as it could be 
But this park, I remember, is really beautiful. And the fun thing about it is there is two creds for me. There's Wildcat, but there's also a kiddie coaster, which is in the kiddie section that I discussed before. It looks like a legit credit, as long as they're not, you know, the kind you get in the mall. I kind of jump on those credits there. So that is Lake Compounds. Let me know your thoughts on Lake Compounds, because, uh, like I said, we were only there for about a half day. You know, going back to Quasi, I really enjoyed Quasi more this second time. And I'm thinking I'm going to have that same feeling with Lake Compounds. That day, Lake Compounds was depression because we messed up. I messed up. We left credits on the ground. So kind of like we have the roller skate rule where you get the credits first alongside with get the credits first before you double ride things. We also have the rule, get all the credits. No more of this. I'll leave that for later. I'll do that. No, when I get to a park, especially a new park, get the credits and then go there because we got cocky. We thought, hey, we're going to get this. Everything's going to be perfect. Up until this point, we hadn't run into a situation where any rides were not operating. We really didn't even think that, oh, this ride might not be operating that day. The sad part about it was as soon as I saw it when I was on Zoomerang and I noticed that it was down... I just remembered the Coaster Studios episode two weeks before where he said, oh yeah, we weren't able to get on Wildcat because it's being retracked. And it didn't click in my head. And that's such a bummer because we wanted Boulder Dash to be number 125. But the park that we went to next is actually much better for this honor because the park we went to there has been a park that I've personally been going to for about 30, 40 years. And yes, I'm old. It's Maury's Piers. So when I was growing up, our summers were a week at the beach and a day at Hershey Park. And the week at the beach was always in Seattle City, Avalon, that area. So we would always spend one night at Wildwood, New Jersey. Because I have so much history with Maury's Piers, we're actually going to be doing three episodes on Maury's Piers. The first one's going to be talking about the coasters of Maury's Piers and our first impression there. And of course, which ride gets the honor of 125? Because we actually went on Facebook. That's when we realized we had people that were following us. And we actually went on Facebook and we actually did a poll. And we said, which one of these rides should be number 125? And we are so glad that the one that you guys picked was actually the one we wanted ourselves. So that was a win. And then, of course, the second episode we're going to do is on the flats and the food because you've got so many different piers. We're going to be talking about highlights there because there's a million Polish water ice stands and there's a million there. We're going to talk about, you know, where you want to go to get food and stuff like that. And then the third episode we're doing with Maurice Piers is the history because I've lived the history. I was there when you had Dracula's Castle. I was there when you had Hunt's Pier and the Flyer. I have that credit that most people don't have. So we're going to do a whole episode on the history of Maury's Piers. Let's get social. And you know what? We're changing things up there. Not going to lie. We tried TikTok for about a week and we realized that really wasn't us. If you are somebody who loves YouTube, but also likes Rumble, we actually opened up a Rumble account. So of course, it's 125 Roller Coaster because Rumble's still small and growing. It may be an alternative to YouTube. It may not be. But I figured, you know what? We might as well get the name if we got it. And we've been adding our Explore videos onto the Rumble platform there. Now, of course, I talked about YouTube. Just go into your settings, 125 Roller Coaster Challenge. We have uh, over 40,000 views, 136 subscribers as of today. We are blown away by the response. And because of that, 
Uh, there's a lot of, before we just had videos of Busch Gardens Tampa, SeaWorld Orlando, and Universal, but now we have Busch Gardens Williamsburg, uh, we have King's Dominion, we have Six Flags America, we have Hershey Park, and as of this week, we are adding videos to Quasi and to uh, Six Flags New England. So there's shorts, there's the Explore series, which is our way of not just doing a whole walkthrough of the park, which we do do. We also break it down in different sections, kitty sections and stuff like that. And of course, we just started, we just launched our first Focus On, which is where we focus on a roller coaster in particular. So that's all there. The next episode we have coming up is going to be on May 1st and it is the May Day Q. And we're going to be talking about all the trips we did. We got some new credits. Uh, we did a lot of fun stuff in uh, April. Tuesday, we're not going to kick it off with Maury's Pier right away. We're actually going to do another style coaster rundown there and this style is going to be mine trains you know what people almost almost every park has an arrow mine train and there's some really good ones and some really bad ones and we're going to be talking about the ones we did and of course we're going to rank them but the following friday uh tuesday after that we're going to start on maury's piers make sure you go on instagram 125 roller coaster channel uh 125 roller coaster go on facebook 125 roller coaster go on twitter 125 roller coast can't get the ER. I don't think Elon's going to kick us off, so I'm, I'm excited that uh, we can say whatever we want to say. We can stay still vengeance stinks and not worry about being banned. All right? So we're excited for that. And then basically, I want to do a shout out. Uh, when I went to Six Flags New England, bumped into Austin uh, and his fiance, and we rode a couple coasters together. It's great to meet somebody who likes what we do. You know, I had a great time with Austin, and uh, we're going to be letting you know what parks we're going to, try to do when. From there, you know, if we're able to meet up, fantastic, but it's always great to meet somebody who likes what we're doing. So this is Paul, and I'm going to see you in the queue in 2022.